summer, we're looking at mostly sunny skies and a high of 71. Our next system moves in Wednesday night into Thursday. That'll bring our next chance of rain to the area. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun, pointing, maybe changing something. Only heard here. Back to throw, looking left, throwing into the end zone for Lamb. All season. On the left side of the end zone, leaping, caught it, touchdown Cowboys. Thanksgiving Day, it's your Cowboys and the Las Vegas Raiders. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Raiders Thanksgiving Day at 2.30 on our sister station, Fox Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254-662-4803. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Field goals are all the Cowboys could manage in losing to the Chiefs 19-9, falling to 7-3 on the season. The Texans, meanwhile, won for the first time on the road this year at Tennessee, 22-13, and are now 2-8. Baylor has moved into this week's AP Top 10 at number 9. Georgia is still number 1 with Ohio State jumping up to 2. Alabama, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame finish off the top 5. Michigan, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Baylor, and Oklahoma round out the top 10. Melissa Smith scored 30 points, but number 6 Baylor lost to number 3 Maryland on the road 79-76. Number 12 Texas was upset by number 16 Tennessee in overtime. 74-7. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
17 after 7 o'clock. From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. If uh, you're uh, getting out moving around, welcome to a Monday. We're glad you're with us. Saturday, the uh, the Bears went to Manhattan, Ward, and knocked off the uh, Kansas State Wildcats 20-10. to 10. And to me, and I'm going to talk to Jerry Hill about this a little bit, uh, and, and I know you were uh, in the middle of the uh, – it, the uh, can't the uh, UMHB football game. I didn't get to see a whole lot of this, but to me, this reminded me of an old-fashioned football game. I mean, it was it was physical. It was it was low scoring, and both defenses played outstanding. And uh, the Bears found a way to win it. Bohannon goes down in the uh, waning seconds of the first half, and uh, Shapin comes in off the bench and guides him to points. I mean, he he assumes the reign as the quarterback, and get and takes him on down and, and finishes the drive, and they get a they get a field goal, I think, out of the deal to move up seventeen to seven and make it a two score game going in at halftime. And <clears throat> I I, th- I thought I thought Shapin played outstanding. I mean, flat outstanding to be put in that because you know he doesn't get the reps and that uh, that the starter gets, and you know he doesn't get the the same attention to the game plan as the starter. I mean, that just makes sense. But man, he was, uh, and it it wasn't one of those hey warm up kind of things. You may be going in. This was get your helmet and and get in there. And away he went. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive, it, the way he played. Yeah, he played well. And you know you got to have confidence in your backup to be able to do that. And that's that's the backup role. You've got to be able to, you know, get the few reps you get in practice and take that into a game and and be able to guide the offense. And I thought he he played well. 16 of 21 for 137 yards. But the thing that impressed me the most was not a whole lot of mistakes. You know, and maybe he did make mistakes, but they, they weren't mistakes that you could. They weren't costly. Well, that and, you know, maybe the coach said, hey, you should have done this when, when, when you did that. But the eyeball test, there wasn't just a whole lot of. He handled himself really well, I guess is my point. And I thought he played well. Now, the status of Bohannon, I don't know. We'll find out later today. There's a press conference at 11 o'clock. And then uh, I, I believe I'm going to have an opportunity to go uh, one-on-one with, with with Coach Aranda. And we'll find out. We'll find out about uh, about uh, Bohannon's uh, status. But uh, I, I can tell you this, and I know it's a small sample size, but I did breathe a little sigh of relief after a couple of series because I thought, hey, you know what? The kid's playing pretty well. Uh, and, and did a nice job. So, uh, yeah, and again, he he ran the ball. I, and I thought they would shut down the quarterback run game. I, I really did. I said, okay, there's no way that Shapers is going to tuck that football and run. But he did. No, he looked good. Yeah. So, good good stuff there. And the, and the Bears win 20-10. to 10. They're now 9-2 and two on the season. They're still in a position to – win the Big 12 championship, get to AT&T and win the Big 12 championship. They're in position for a 10-win season, and they're certainly warred with in, a, in a position to to garner a great, great bowl game and, and you know, and just really put the cherry on, on, on a terrific season right now. They do. They have a lot out in front of them, and, you know, they need a little help. There's no doubt, but they got to take care of their business first and foremost, and then you let the chips fall where they may. And right. So that's what you have to – that's how you have to approach it. And even if they don't, 
let's say it doesn't work out and they don't get to the eight, to AT&T in the championship. Well, that's okay, game. too. You had a 10-win season and Bingo. you go into a great bowl game. Bingo. I mean, you still accomplished a ton of great things uh, in, in the second year of this program. And, and that's where, you know, you know and look, we all want to get there. We, I mean, how much fun would it be to go to AT&T for the Big 12 championship game on December 4th? We all, I mean, you know, you want to get there. But, you know, if, if Oklahoma finds a way to beat Oklahoma State, those two teams get to go do Bedlam all over again in Dallas, and, and uh, Baylor will prepare for a, uh, for a great bowl game. I mean, that's just the way it is. With, but, you know, first things first, they got to take care of Tech, who's coming in here, playing better, by the way, much better. Uh, and Tech will come in here on Saturday, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, uh, Dave Aranda, after the game, talked about the performance of his football team. You know, this was a big step for us to be able to, to go on the road and, and play a tough team and, and, and uh, grit out a win. And so this was something that, you know, from the very beginning we've talked about, you know, doing hard stuff in the dark. I think, you know, the big the – the, the big stuff in the light um, you know, there's always external um, motivation and uh, the hard stuff in the dark it's just you you know and you have to to um, uh, um, bring energy and discipline and focus to just you know your Monday through Friday just daily decisions of how hard you're going to go right? what your work ethic going to be what your mindset going to be and just proud of our guys. It was it was a whole week um, put into tonight. The uh, audio there from Dave Aranda compliments uh, and a in uh, a and thanks to uh, to the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield heard right here on Saturday the uh, post game comments of Coach uh, Coach Dave Aranda. Uh, again, I thought defensively they were outstanding. I think they limited Kansas State to two hundred sixty three yards, something like that. And last week, what uh, Oklahoma two hundred sixty. So. Last couple of weeks, they've been uh, just outstanding on the defensive side of the football. There's where you have to get it done. And in, in this league, that's sometimes a challenge. But uh, the past two weeks, they've played well on defense and given their offense a chance to win ball games, And that's what they've been able to do. This is uh, – you know, they they disrupted Thompson with, with the pass rush. Now, they needed some help with the uh, – with with some blitzes and bringing some extra guys to, to to get it done, but they were able to get it done. And then on the back end, they were terrific as well. Uh, they did not get that same kind of push with just a four man with the with the four man front. But when they when they brought that fifth guy uh, from wherever it, it, it may have been, uh, that's when they were really really good in in the pass rush. So there you go. Uh, good win, good win for the Bears. Big win. It's a huge win to go on the road in, in Manhattan and, and slow that offense down and uh, get them off the field because that's not what they like to do. They they like to chew up the clock and uh, put you in, in hard situations, but Baylor answered the call, and you're right. When they put those five guys in, in the box and, and did some twist up front and, and brought those guys inside on those gaps, it, it worked out well for them and, and gave them some problems. Now, Baylor was um – was not able to run the ball uh, as effectively as they have in the past. Uh, give Kansas State some credit. Again, this was a team that was hot. They had won four in a row. They were playing really, really well. They were at, at home. And, uh, you know, they got after it. And again, the they, I think their goal was to say, you know what, Abram Smith, Tristan Ebner, uh, you're not going to beat us. Somebody else may, but you're not going to beat us. And, and 
you know, they uh, they were bound and determined that they were going to defend the run, and they did. I mean, let's just be honest. They did. I think Abram averaged 2.2 yards a carry when he averages about six yards a carry. Well, that's how you beat teams like that. You find out, you know, pick your poison. What are we going to stop? And then can we get some breaks in the other area and give us a chance to win ball games? And, and so they decided, okay, if we're going to get this done, we're going to have to stop the run. We're going to have to take some chances and – slow the running game down, and then hopefully we can come up with a big play in the passing game. And that's, you know, that's how you game plan for teams. You know, you, you decide which side you're going to do because you can't do it all. You'd like to think you can, but, you know, when, when you've got a team out in front of you that's, that's really good in one area, you, you try to make them one-dimensional and do something they're not comfortable in, and then if they beat you with that, you have to tip your hat and go on to the next day. Was there anything in the Big 12 that kind of surprised you? I mean, were there any scores that uh, that jumped off the page at you? Well, TCU gave – I mean, uh, Kansas gave TCU all they wanted on Saturday. I, I don't – you know, I guess that surprised me a, a just a little bit. I thought, you know, last game at home for TCU and sending the seniors out, that they may regroup and, and play a little better. They, did, they didn't play outstanding on Saturday. I think everything else um, – Iowa State Went. played the heck out of Oklahoma. Yeah, they did. But I, I kind of figured that Oklahoma would, would find a way to get that done. Uh, but I, I expected that to be a good ball game. Um, I, I really thought Texas might find a way to bounce back against West Virginia, but they didn't. Six in a row. Oof. And they will not be bowl eligible. Oof. Oof. And it's – That doesn't sit well in Austin. It's not pretty. Tom Herman who? <laughs> I mean, didn't he go to a bowl game every year? Yes, he did. Okay. Didn't he win his last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes the grass is not always greener. And I'm not saying that that wasn't the right move or wrong move. I mean, we're not down in there. We don't, you know. The, the biggest question I have in Austin, and, and I, you know, I don't know because I'm not around the program every day, and, you know, we don't we don't get to hear the inside stuff because we're not in Austin, but. I don't understand why they're having such a hard time getting everybody to buy in. And that's been the conversation that I'm hearing is, you know, hey, you know, if we're not going to buy in, we need to clean house, get everybody out of here and bring in our guys. Mm -hmm. Again, we just talked about that. That doesn't always work because we're in an instant gratification world. People aren't going to be patient enough to to let you do that. And and for some reason, I just – I don't get it. Why why can they not get – what they have on campus to buy what they're selling. That just – I don't get it. I don't know. I and, 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 you know, how often do you see – I'm not saying the athletic director doesn't show up to, to football practice, but when it's when it's a made-for-TV event, you know, and, and, and releasing statements and, you know, it's – whoa, that's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, what's going on? It's it's very interesting, but I mean to have assistant coaches calling out players and things like that that we've seen go on down there. It's just that's well, that's that's very surprising to me. All right, it's a seven twenty nine. We're going to get Jerry Hill in here and talk some uh, Baylor football and some Baylor basketball in just a couple of minutes. I want to remind you that this afternoon, this afternoon at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, we're going to be over there for the uh, for the annual kickoff of our Toys for Todd's campaign. It is your chance to uh, come by and bring a new unwrapped toy by Richard Carr and drop it uh, off in the trailer. And let's get this thing up and running. Let's make sure that every kiddo in Central Texas 
has uh, gifts under the tree when they wake up on Christmas morning. So come by. We'll be there. Uh, I think we're going to kick this thing off around 3 o'clock during the John Moore Show and then uh, roll on through the Matt Mosley program. And incidentally, our good buddy Stephen Simcox will be sitting in for Matt for a couple of days while he vacations someplace. I think, you know, France. I don't know where he's at, but... uh, well, anyway, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll have Stephen in here this afternoon, but we'll, we're going to be over at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac for the uh, annual kickoff of our Toys for Tots campaign, and hope you'll come by and uh, say hello and drop off a new unwrapped gift in the uh, in the trailer for us. And uh, let's get this Toys for Tots campaign up and running, and let's make it a great Christmas for some kiddos that uh, may not necessarily have that great Christmas without a little help from us, and that's what it's all about. All right, seven thirty. We're right back with Jerry Hill in just a moment, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Recently on Game Time. You know, obviously DeMarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's, you know, clearly the best defensive tackle. And so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four. DeMarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory. And they have never had all four of them together. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Gene and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Field goals are all the Cowboys could manage in losing to the Chiefs 19-9, falling to 7-3 on the season. The Texans, meanwhile, won for the first time on the road this year at Tennessee, 22-13, and are now 2-8. Baylor has moved into this week's AP Top 10 at number 9. Georgia is still number 1 with Ohio State jumping up to 2. Alabama, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame finish off the top 5. Michigan, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Baylor, and Oklahoma round out the top 10. Melissa Smith scored 30 points, but number 6 Baylor lost to number 3 Maryland on the road 79-76. Number 12 Texas was upset by number 16 Tennessee in overtime. 74-7. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. As long as they keep winning, Jerry's going to keep dancing. You just got to know it. <laughs> we welcome into the program on a Monday morning the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University, Jerry Hield. Jelly, how are you this morning? Tommy, I'm really good. I'm ready to go for a Thanksgiving week and uh, I guess a lot to be thankful for, right? Absolutely, and a lot to cover this week. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of things going on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin with with the football over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, if, no, hang on, I'm going to back the train up for a yep. second. It, the, the AP top, t- top 25 came mm-hmm. out. Now that we're into the college football playoff poll thing, do you mm-hmm. do you pay a lot of attention to the AP poll? I, I do when it first comes out, um, you know, because it's still there, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, but obviously the one that, you know, everybody pays attention to, the one that's most important obviously now is the CFP rankings. And I think they'll probably be, you know, right around there in, in that as well. It's it's been pretty close to the same thing. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be top 10 for sure. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Kansas state game. Uh, Jerry, I'm going to tell you, for me, it reminded me of an old fashioned football game, low scoring yeah. Physical. Both defenses played really, really well. It, it was that the feel from the stadium. Oh, absolutely! It was very physical. Uh, really, both sides, um, and you know, kind of a what would uh, Coach Tusa call it—a slobber knocker. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that kind of game. Um, you know, you weren't you weren't having a lot of big plays. Um, you know, other than the long touchdown run by Deuce Vaughn, but you know, particularly passing game, you weren't having a lot of big plays. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of grinded out, and, and that's the way, you know, both teams played. Did you see or was there anything talked about from Kansas State's defensive perspective? Because, again, Baylor, was, Baylor struggled to run the football. Yeah, they did. And, and, you know, Abram Smith, you could tell, was not at full strength. And, he you know, he left a couple of times. He was dealing with a little bit of a nagging injury. But, you know, at the same time, you know, they're late when they needed it, Tommy. He he picks up a yeah. first down on, on a fourth down play. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they were definitely keen on the running game. And, and you know, maybe uh, maybe if Gary had stayed in there, they would have, you know, been able to, you know, open up the passing game a little more. But, you know, crud, I thought Blake Chapin went in there and, I mean, he passed him on the first play. So, I, I thought Blake did a great job, you know, considering the, the situation. I mean, he had thrown – three passes in his career and goes out there and, and completes 16 of 21 for 137 yards. Yeah, and, and goes, if correct me if I'm wrong, but he comes into the middle of a drive, finishes mm-hmm. the drive, and gets points. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a big key moment. Um, you know, K-State, like I said, they had just scored, um, you know, on that long touchdown run by Deuce Vaughn, and, and Baylor had, I believe it was about three minutes to go, um, you know, on that last drive, and then Gary goes out with a, with a, right at a minute to go, and and yeah, I mean, uh, Blake comes in there, completes his first four passes, you know, gets him down. Uh, I believe it was down to the four yard line, and had to kick a field goal, but uh, you know, got points on the board and got it back to a you know a two possession game at seventeen seven, and then led him you know to another field goal drive in the second half that kind of you know, pretty much clinched it. Um, you know, I mean, it's early in the fourth quarter, so I can't say it really did that. 
but it got you more points on the board. It answered them. And so he did that, you know, twice where he needed to answer and he did. Jerry, what does it say about this offense that they've been able to flip the script this year and be able to do the things that they've done, even when they get called on with the backup quarterback in there, they still were able to move the change and, and get some points out of drives. Yeah, Ward, I think that's been big, you know, that, that guys have stepped up. You know, they've stayed pretty clean in the offensive line. So those, you know, five or six guys have been the same pretty much all year. But it just seems like when they need somebody to step up, Josh Fleeks went down uh, at receiver earlier this year, and, and, and you have a guy like Drew Estrada, um, you know, step up and, and make plays, uh, you know, and certainly uh, certainly Saturday. And, and obviously here's here's a big key thing warden you know i mean the guy was ready you know that that doesn't just happen that guy had prepared you know since spring you know all through you know the summer through fall camp and all these weeks that guy has been preparing for whatever comes up and he was ready so you know i give sean bell credit for that i give jeff grimes credit for that dave arand i mean those guys had blake chapin ready and you know and he just he went out there and got the job done it also says a lot about the staff, too, to be able to have these guys ready to step in and also understand what they're doing in figuring out the game plan going into a game and then the game plan when you're thrown into a situation, not to ask that guy to do too much. Right, and you could tell he wasn't, like, forcing it ever. I mean, he really wasn't throwing it into a lot of traffic. I think for the most part it was some safe passes. He did complete some a little bit down the field to Tyquan Thornton, but you know for the most part it was it was fairly safe passes and and didn't like you said didn't ask him to do too much and and really until they're late he didn't even run the ball much. But you know when they needed him to, he was very capable runner as well. So yeah, I think he had a long run on that uh, that second field goal drive that I was talking about. He had a 28 yard run to you know, help that drive keep going. So, you know, he obviously has that too, but you're right. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, they were ready or, you know, the staff got him ready and then they were ready for when he came in to, whether it was to change the game plan or had enough confidence in him that, hey, you can go do the game plan. And I think it was door number two, quite frankly, just watching right. the game. And and because I, I think he just, you know, they didn't say here's three plays. He knows let's run these three plays and see if we can get out of here. They kept it going. And, and you're right. They, now, when he ran the football, <laughs> I was yeah. holding my breath. But mm-hmm. man, uh, you know, they dialed up his number and uh, on a couple of those RPOs, and he did a good job. Yeah, because you're one bad hit, you're one mistake, you know, whatever away from Kyron Drones a true freshman being out there. So that would have been a little scary situation. I mean, it was scary enough when Blake went out there, to be honest. Cause, I mean, the guy had, had played in, I believe it was three games prior to that, maybe three games this year, uh, one game last year. So, um, you know, he did, it's not like he had a lot of experience. But Kyron Drones, I don't believe, has taken one snap. So, yeah, that's the situation you would have been in if he had gotten hurt. And, and I thought he was fairly safe. Uh, safe. I know he slid once, um, but there was another time, and it may have been on that long run, where he just kind of, you know, not necessarily lowered his head, but he was he was not going to take the safe route. Talking with Jerry Hill. Hey, Jerry, do we know? Do we have a, a status update on on Gary? Don't know yet. I'm sure we'll get an update here in a little okay. bit. But I would suspect that he probably can't go this week. 
and might not be able to go even the next week if they get in the Big 12 championship game, but uh, would certainly be ready, I would think. Um, I mean, hamstrings can be bad, and I'm sure you know that, but – and particularly for a guy that, you know, uses his legs like that. So my guess is that, uh, you know, unless it was less than I think it was, I – my guess would be that he would be out this week and and, and next week if, if they get to the championship game. Do you think that that changes this offense and the way they approach the game plan? Not, as Tommy said, not from what I saw. I think he he runs the offense. Um, you know, they had gotten to the point where um, Gary was starting to run more and that was more of a weapon. I, I really think Blake can be that same thing. He's not as fast as Gary, but he's pretty fast, too. Um, so I, I think he can do all the things. I, I think he can make all the throws that Gary did. So, you know, I, I, I think you stick with the game plan. You may adjust it a little bit for him. He, you know, he's got that capability. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to compare him to anybody, but, you know, Brett Favre had that way of just, you know, making throws that it's like his arm angle and stuff like that. I know one of his first passes was almost kind of a sidearm throw. And that's that's Blake. I mean, he's very creative. He can, you know, he can do things that you know most quarterbacks can't. So you, you might play on that a little bit, but I think for the most part, you run your offense. Looking ahead to uh, what's ahead for this Baylor football team. Obviously, they have no control over Bedlam. I mean, what happens there happens there. Yeah, they'd all love to get into that championship game. We'd love for them to get into the championship game. But what's ahead of them? Jerry is an opportunity to to win their final home game and go undefeated at home, win ten football games, and, and really put themselves in a position to go to a great bowl game. Yeah, that's incredible, Tommy. I mean, I think you know you look at the history of Baylor football, and I believe there was only one ten win season, and that was you know nineteen eighty uh, eighty one Cotton Bowl that season that that they won ten games. So uh, incredible, and now they this this would be their sixth in the last. Uh, 10 or 11 years that they, they would have a 10 win season. But yeah, when you think about where they were last year and, and to, you know, to think that this team could, could, could win 10, could run the table at home when it was a pretty good home schedule, <laughs> uh, maybe not as good as we thought because uh, Texas might not be who we thought they were. Um, but still to, to potentially go seven and zero at home, that's, that's an incredible run. Great job by this staff of, of keeping this team together. Like you said, through, some injuries, you know, stuff that's gone on. I, I think, you know, we were talking about Gary, but, you know, I think of this last game uh, in that defensive backfield, they, they had two starters out and, and did pretty well. I mean, they held, they held K-State to uh, 263 yards, and that team had scored at least 20 points in every game, and you held them to 10. Uh, and that was with Jaron McVay at safety instead of Christian Morgan. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think they've done a great job and, and what a credit to Coach Rand and what he's done this year. Talking with Jerry Hill of the, uh, of the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, let's uh, jump over and talk hoops real quick. Uh, yep. f- let's start with the men. First of all, what a second half by yeah. Scott Drew's team. I mean, they, in that, particularly in that second half, they took Stanford to, to the woodshed. Yeah, I think it was 21-3 to three or something like that to start the – second half and you know I was tracking I was I was watching what I could uh, um, you know during the football game and stuff but I you know I I was man that was that was great to see them come out like that because you know Stanford had kind of you know stuck around and and I thought it was a team that Baylor was better than and they proved it in the second half and and Tom this team is good I mean they those freshmen 
those guys are amazing. Um, LJ Cryer has really stepped up. So, and that, and again, that was without Adam Flagler. I mean, Flagler did not play in that game and they wound up winning like that. So yeah, this team is on a good roll. And I, I think they, uh, you know, go to the bah- the Bahamas with a lot of momentum. That's a really good field there. Um, but I think they're the best team there for sure. And, and they're going to start with a really good team uh, in Arizona State. And and you're right, that field is is very talented. Yeah, it's a loaded field, particularly on the other side. Um, you know, Baylor will play certainly some really good teams uh, in the first couple of games with Arizona State and then either Syracuse or VCU if they get by by them. Uh, but that uh, that other side is really stacked with with Auburn, with UConn, Michigan State, and and uh, the the Nuns team, Loyola Chicago. So it's a great field there for uh, the battle for Atlantis. On the women's side, uh, Nikki Collin took her team to uh, to Maryland to take the take on the number three team in the country. At one point, I think they were trailing by twelve, maybe even thirteen. Uh, it, it, but man, Smith was just terrific. I think she finished with thirty and fifteen, but. In that second half, she said, "Come on, it's on me, and let's go." Yeah, and and Jordan Lewis did that in the in the fourth quarter, particularly. Um, yeah, Nalissa had a great game, like you said, thirty and fifteen, um, just phenomenal. And and it was like when they needed points, and certainly when they got behind like that, that's who they went to. But then in the fourth quarter, Jordan Lewis hit a couple of threes, mm-hmm. uh, hit one to get them back down to three points there in the fourth quarter, and and. Uh, Tommy, they had a great shot at it to to tie it and send it to overtime. Uh, Sarah Andrews, the sophomore, um, she was open uh, and it rattled in and out. So you know that that's how close they were to a top five team on the road. You know, if there were any questions about, you know, is this team you know on that level still? I think this game answered that. Yeah, and, and that's what we were talking about earlier. You, you look, you don't want to lose. You never want to lose. But right. you could take some things away from this loss yesterday and build on it towards what your ultimate goals are down the road. Well, and I think, like you said, when you're down 13 points in, in the in the third quarter, and, and Nikki talked about this after the after the game, when it gets to 13, it can go to 20, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Instead of staying there, I mean, I think they cut it to five pretty early in the fourth quarter and, and caused Brendan Freeze, the Maryland coach, to call a timeout. So the fact that they answered, that was big because, yeah, you're right. You don't like to lose. No competitor likes to lose. All those cliches. But this game, and, and it's not a win, but there's a lot of wins in that game that they can move forward with. All right, Jerry, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time this morning. We'll see you a little later on today as we uh, kick off a very busy week uh, around here. So should be a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Ward. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Jerry Hill, the uh, Director of Sports Journalism and from the Baylor Bear Insider. And it is going to be a busy week. Lots of stuff going on. We got the uh, men in the Bahamas. We got the women playing in a in a classic in Cancun. You got football coming up on Saturday morning, bright and early. You think they need us to watch some unis in the Bahamas? <laughs> yeah, I, I said I would go along, you know, and just make make sure that everything, you know, all the all the stuff was taken care of. But I didn't. I, I, I didn't know how to the, use a washer. I can I can get the unis <laughs> ready to go. I got a text message from uh, from John Morris yesterday. He, you know, saying, "Hey, everything's everything's good." And I'm like, "Hang on a second. He just gets to call." Uh, a big win for the Bears in in Manhattan, and then the next day I'm talking to him, and he's laying on the beach in the Bahamas. What a life, huh? What a life, man! 
Good stuff. To be J-Mo. To be J-Mo. What a life. All right, uh, and uh, we'll hear from J-Mo from the Bahamas at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So, there you go. All right, let's take a second. Let's talk about Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and pharmaceutical supplies and needs. I mean, they offer free delivery. They offer, and they'll deliver it to your home or to your office. Uh, They've got walkers and wheelchairs. Uh, they provide us uh, CBD products. They have vaccines available. In fact, that's where I got mine. Uh, it, it, look, they'll do it all for you. They're in, and I tell you, it's 3211 Robinson Drive. You may know it a little better as Garden Drive and Robinson Drive right there on the corner. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 2. I love those hours for those who, who work. It gives you a, a an opportunity to get by there. And again, Doc Everett staff will deliver it to you. So, uh, you know, and it, it, it just, they when you call, they, you know, they visit with you. It's They're just not rushing you through. It's not press one or press three or whatever. Look, they're having a conversation with you. What can we do for you? How, how's everything going? I mean, it just gives you that old-fashioned drugstore feel, and that service is unbelievable. So next time you need a prescription field or if you're looking for uh, an over-the-counter product that can help you out, the place to go is Circle Drug. Again, 3211 Robinson Drive. The Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. We'll take this Wednesday off for Thanksgiving, then be back Wednesday, December 1st, and our special guest will be Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Join us December 1st, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Come join us, Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that-
that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I'm your future man, that's what I am, I'm here to do whatever I can, be at early morning, 7.54, welcome back into the uh, program, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, Tom and Ward, 7.54, Ward, the uh, Cowboys go to Kansas City yesterday, and, and look, they didn't have one wide receiver, they lost another wide receiver, they didn't have their left tackle. Uh, had didn't have their defensive end. They didn't have either one of their defensive ends. Uh, and, and their running back was nicked up. And, and, you know, all in all, they're missing about five guys. So what was your take? What was your take on the Cowboys uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday? Ooh, ugly. It was. Uh, I just kept thinking that this is an ugly football game. Uh, Dak didn't play very well. I know he didn't have help, but he didn't help himself either. Um the offensive line didn't help Dak. <laughs> so, I, it, it it was all around ugly offensively for the Dallas Cowboys. Defensively, I thought they played very, very well. Uh, you know, they that was, you know, holding Kansas City to what they held them to. I think if you went into that game and you say, hey, we give up 19 points, we win this ball game. Yeah. So. But the weird thing about it was Kansas City was able to move the football – they just weren't able to score points. Well, they got big plays when they when they needed to. That defense was able to bow their neck yeah. and either get a turnover or push them back behind the chains and make things a little more difficult on them. Uh, forced them into a missed field goal. I mean, you look you, you look at that defense, and I, I think they gave you every opportunity they possibly could to win that football game yesterday. The offense just could not answer. They they looked pedestrian to say the least on the offensive side and. In in my humble opinion, I think Kellen Moore did a disservice going away from the running game. No I, doubt. I think that, you know, they needed to stay with the running game. I get it. But if you're going to be a team that says, hey, we're going to run the ball, then run the damn ball. And I, you can't give up on it just because it's not working at the moment. Figure a way out to make it work for you, whether it's wearing that defense down or whatever it takes. You've got to run the football. What, because that's your M.O. Between the two. And you're missing all your receivers. Come yeah. on. Between the two running backs, Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, and I know Zeke was, was nicked up, but between the but he two. He still ran tough. Between the two running backs, 16 carries. Not enough. Not nearly enough. That's not been their M.O. Their M.O. has been pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they weren't. I mean, it was like, let's throw, let's throw, let's throw. 
If you're going to be the team you think you are, you've got to be able to do what you're good at, whether the team's trying to stop you or not. You got to stick with it, and I, that's that. That's my takeaway on Kellen Moore. That's my grant for Kellen Moore. You, you, you can't, you cannot hit the panic button, and just because they've got Patrick Mahomes over there, doesn't mean that you have to fling the ball all around the yard. All right, so the Cowboys drop it uh, nineteen to nine, and now quick turnaround, and you still may not have your receivers. You may not. Uh, I mean, look, are you coming back from a concussion in three days? I don't think so. No, you, you can bet C.D. Lamb's not there now. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be a fully concussion or if it was highly on the side of caution. We'll find out. I mean, yeah. he'll he'll get reevaluated today. He's so. got to pass a lot of tests yeah, to get on the football field, and absolutely. rightfully so, by the way. Oh no, there's no doubt. Rightfully so, so. I, you know, if if he if he got the true concussion, no way he's ready for Thursday. No way that you're going to get Coop back for Thursday. So. Now what do you do? Yeah, uh, one of the strengths of this, at least I thought it was a strength of the football team, doesn't appear to be as big a strength as it was, is, the, you know, that receiving core. There's, there's, somebody's going to have to step up. Well, the receiving core is fine. It's the depth in the receiving core you're talking about. No, that's what I'm saying. You're going to be with – if you're without CeeDee Lamb and you're without Amari Cooper uh, like you were yesterday, those guys didn't play very well. The, the rest of that crew did not play very well. No, there were some drops there, but there was also some – Awful passes there. So yeah. I, mean, I think it's you can't hang that all on them. You got to hang a little bit on that on Dak. Well, I got it, but Brown's on the stat is not on the stat sheet because he didn't catch a football, well, and he's one of the one of the substitutes. Uh, you better you better get yourself involved in the offense. All right, it's seven fifty eight. We're gonna step aside. We're right back with more in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big road win for Dave Aranda and the football Bears, plus victories for Baylor men's basketball and volleyball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And welcome back. Baylor football took their winning ways on the road this weekend and came home from Manhattan, Kansas with a hard-earned, hard-hitting victory over the Kansas State Wildcats, 20-10 the final score. Baylor lost quarterback Gary Bohannon late in the second quarter. Freshman Blake Shapin stepped in and preserved the victory for the Bears, who win for the fourth time in their last five trips into Manhattan, Kansas. After the game, linebacker Dylan Doyle. From two weeks ago to, to, to today, and then first half to second half today, I think there's a lot of good things that you can see, um, improvements that our football teams ma team makes. Um, and I think that's kind of who we are as a program. We saw this as a, as a culture win. Um, and with, with our culture comes a lot of growth. Um, and that's, that's within the day, that's within weeks, um, that's within the season. And so uh, we're really proud of that today. That culture victory leaves Baylor with a 9-2 record on the season, 6-2 in Big 12 conference play, still in the hunt for a possible spot at the Big 12 championship game in Arlington December 4th. The Bears next up close the regular season this Saturday morning at 11 at McLean Stadium, hosting the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Also from the weekend, Baylor men's basketball, an impressive performance in an 86-48 win over the Stanford Cardinal. The Baylor women fall by three on the road at number three, Maryland, 79-76 on Sunday afternoon. Baylor equestrian falls to Auburn, then bounces back to knock off Fresno State. And Baylor volleyball plays their final home matches of the regular season with a pair of sweeps 3-0 over Iowa State. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. distance move to first central credit union suit up with benefits like free checking that pays you cash less fees great rates quick local loans easy online applications a free mobile app secure remote card control 24 7 deposits and more services at our atms and a free new member t-shirt join today come see us at firstcentralcu.com we're your team everything we do we do for you eligibility and application requirements apply member ncua would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fields. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fields on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. You are back. It is Monday. You 8 o'clock because you're late. It's 8.04. All 
or uh, 8 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. We'll get to some high school football here in just a couple of minutes, but first uh, let's go to the CNC Collision Center text line. Here's the question, Ward, does Petrie go down as one of the uh, – all-time Baylor favorites. His passion for the game is unmatched. And I think that's probably a fair statement. He and Terrell Bernard uh, very much, uh, you know, I mean, they're they're guys that you kind of look as, as leaders over there on that side of the football. And, uh, yeah, I think he, he, he probably goes down as one of the all-time favorites. I mean, that's, you know, the, it's in the eyes of the beholder. But uh, he, he certainly, uh, he's certainly fun to – to watch play and and when he comes into the press room he he's 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 a hoot he's fun yeah he 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 uh, gets the job done and he has fun playing the game so i i think that you know fans enjoy watching a guy like that so yeah the, the answer to the question is probably so absolutely so there you go all right uh high school football as we mentioned at the top of the show uh most of our central texas teams did a great job got it done this weekend the one loss that that we suffered around here, and, and you you called the game, was uh, the Temple Wildcats. But I kept I was tracking the score, and I thought, man, what a terrific football game! Yeah, it, they gave themselves a chance a couple of times. They got within two points of uh, Rockwall Heath and couldn't get the job done. I think you know one of the fumbles and gave them a short field kind of uh, gave Rockwall Heath a, a chance to separate, and that ended up being the, you know kind of the, the downswing of when things were uh, not able to recoup after that. And, and so uh, this is a good football team. Rockwall Heath got the win, and, you know, they came in with a game plan, and they made it work. I mean, when you look over there on the offensive side and, you know, six of your 11 starters are going uh, P5, <laughs> it says a lot about what you've got to work with. So, you know, and they have four on the defensive side. So that it's uh, – it's a good football team. I expect to see them maybe play for a little while over at Rockwall Heath. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. And I, it would not surprise me to see them in the regional championship, quite frankly. No. Uh, they're that good. Uh, locally, La Vega turned the ball over two or three times early in the football game, but came back late and, uh, and got it down against Kaufman. So, La Vega, and I, to me, I cannot wait to, uh, to follow this game. La Vega and Melissa. These are two really good football teams, and that's going to be uh, Friday night at uh, at McKinney. I, I know that uh, Don Hyde would have loved to have played at Waco ISD, but uh, that's going to be Friday night at McKinney. Uh, how about China Spring? They uh, they walloped Sealy forty eight to seven, and Brian Bell's Cougars just keep on keeping on. And boy, now here you go. You got twelve and old China Spring, eleven and old Carthage, and that's going to be five o'clock in Prosper. You don't think that's not going to be a great football game? Uh, man, alive! It should be a lot of fun to. to I, we're we're at that round now where it, look, if, if you're playing, you're good. Yeah, I you're think we're real there. good. Yeah, we were getting close last week. I mean, there was a lot of good matchups last week. This week. It, it's buckle up. Here we go. Yeah, no question. Uh, on the 3A front, a game that we'll broadcast is West and Malakoff. And you say, well, hang on, Malakoff's 9-3. You better go check those three losses. First of all, they were early. And then I think you had a 4A program that beat them that's still playing. You had a, a 3A team that just got eliminated. And then you had one of those out-of-state deals, you know, one of those private school mm -hmm. out-of-state jobs where, you know, it just – 
It just doesn't match up. And it's because they can't find teams to play. You know how – it's the same thing for, for Don Hyde at La Vega. They, yeah. they have scheduling issues. So, you go find who you can play. That's why he's in Corpus Christi earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing for Malakoff. So, uh, West 12-0, and Malakoff 9-3, 2 o'clock at Hamby Stadium in Mesquite. So, that should be fun. And, again, Ray Biles and Lorena, uh, you know, as we mentioned, Thursday night they beat Woodville 50-6. to They play Friday afternoon, 1-30, uh, in uh, in San Marcos at Texas State, taking on a ten and two Columbus team. So, uh, Lorena ten and two and Columbus at ten and two, and that should be that should be a dandy. The team that's hot, the team that's hot is the Riesel Indians seven and four. How about on, that? Seven and four on the Congratulations. season. Congratulations, absolutely. But they won two playoff games mm-hmm. and they're playing well uh, now. You know they what look, a defensive stand. Yeah, I mean they played very well on the defensive side of the ball. Held a, held a playoff team to eight points. Yeah. Come on now, that's incredible. Yeah, a big physical football team. They've got a ch- they've got a challenge, but you know what? Where there's a great challenge, there's a great reward. I've always heard that said. A- and they got the number one team in the state in Franklin uh, as they circle back around. And you know what? You- you're playing teams from your own district now. Mm-hmm. If-, if you're still playing, uh, and-, and they are, so they're going to play that one Friday night, seven thirty, uh, down in Belton at uh, Tiger Tiger Field. So uh, good luck to the uh, Riesel Indians. Good stuff there. Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, a game that we'll broadcast will be uh, – you know what? If you want to go to Alvarado and see two pretty good football games, you're going to. Uh, there's a doubleheader in Alvarado this this Friday. At 2 o'clock, 1.30 broadcast over on Star 104.9. It is Crawford at 12-0 and and Italy at 9-2. and Gladiators, good football team. Mm-hmm. Crawford, as we know, good football team. So that will be a 2 o'clock kick, and we'll have it for you beginning at 1.30. Marlon and Toller will play – at uh, 7 o'clock in Alvarado. So that'll be a lot of fun. And we know that, you know, Toller's in the same district with Crawford and how uh, the Rattlers will uh, Rattlers take on Marlins. Rattlers can play some football. Yeah, and they're, gonna, and, and they're going up against how – about, how about the job that they've done in Marlin? I mm-hmm. mean, this, this team is and – they're, and, they're, and they're getting better as, as it goes along. 9-3 Marlin, 10-2 Toller, and that's a round three game at 7 o'clock in Alvarado. Uh, the game that uh, I'll be at uh, will be Mart and Wortham. And again, how about District 10 2A? Just four teams. Four, they're 8 and 0. And what, what that what has done is guaranteed that a team from 10 2A will be the regional champion. Because you have you have all four teams playing each other this week. Then you have two of the four playing each other for the regional championship next week. You've got uh, Chilton and Breedmont, 6 o'clock Friday night at Waco ISD Stadium. Then you have Martin Wortham at 2 o'clock Friday afternoon in Mahaya. We'll have the broadcast at 1.30, we believe, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The reason we say that, by the way, <laughs> is because we have so many things going on, and we do have the Baylor men in a tournament. Should the Baylor men get to the championship game, which I think they will. You just you heard Jerry talking about it. Uh, I think they get to that championship game. That championship game will be uh, on Saturday morning, and uh, we'll have it right here on ESPN Central Texas. And if that's the case, then we'll be fine to to have the uh, the the Mart broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Should they drop a game along the way, uh, either Thanksgiving Day or or uh, Friday, then in all likelihood they'll play in the afternoon, and so our broadcast. Of the Mark game will be on Kicker ninety nine point three FM at fifteen ninety AM. So uh, we'll keep you posted the best we can. But 
again, we'll uh, our 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 plan right now is to broadcast the game right here on ESPN Central Texas. So that's that's how that works. Uh, Abbott and Coolidge uh, Friday night at seven thirty, Mahia. So we've got a doubleheader over there. We'll we'll uh, we'll have the uh, Mart Wortham game at two, and then Abbott and Coolidge at uh, at seven thirty. So a couple of Central Texas teams. Live Oak continues to play well, number one team in the state. And uh, they're in action at 6 p.m. Friday in Keene. You know where Keene's at? I do. Sure you Very do. Very well. Sure you do. It's just right down the road from? Burleson and Cleveland. There you right go. Right in between them. Absolutely. And uh, the in, in the Methodist home bowed out of the playoffs uh, last week, 70-21 to 21 to Dallas Academy. And congratulations on a terrific year there. So a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, it, were there any surprises across the state? Uh, um. No, not really. I, I didn't see anything that jumped out. No, at me. nothing jumped off the page, really. But there is a football game today, and our prayers go out to Andrews in that community. They mm. uh, were traveling to the game on Friday in Sweetwater to take on the Porcupines of Springtown. Uh, a couple of, well, three buses got in an accident, had some fatalities. In fact, uh, the band director for Andrews passed away uh, in that wreck, and so the game was canceled at the moment on friday and the uil has granted them a uh, a pass to go ahead and play today and that kickoff will be at two o'clock out in sweetwater as uh, andrews will take on uh springtown at two o'clock and that's heavy I, hearts I, man I heavy know, hearts i don't know how they're going to get it done but i mean prayers again go out to that community yeah no mm, question it's tough yeah, indeed it is uh, 8-14, 14 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And, oh, man, oh, man, if, you, uh, if you're if you in the – look, we got turkey coming up, right? I mean, we all know you got turkey, you got ham, you got all that stuff coming up. Why not just go ahead and, and, and make sure that uh, you're not tired of turkey and ham beforehand with a good old-fashioned double R, old-fashioned hamburger. They're at 1810 Herring, the best burgers at Waco, I guarantee. And it has something to do with that secret seasoning. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. All I know is it makes the burger outstanding. You know, one of the other things that makes that burger outstanding is the freshness of all of the ingredients, including the ground beef. It is not cooked until you order it. I mean, you walk in and you say, hey, look, I want a double-double, and then they'll start hollering about two down or, or you know, divide by four. I don't know what all that terminology means. I, I know this. They don't start cooking that hamburger patty or patties until you place that order. They also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, fries, curly fries, tots. Uh, you know the drill. They got onion ring. All that stuff is there. But, man, it's all about the burger for me. All about the burger, and again, you can have it your way, the way you want it, whether you want onions or grilled onions or jalapenos or whatever the case may be, they'll, they'll, they'll get all those ingredients on that burger for you. So, hey, check them out today. They're at 1810 Herring, best burger in Waco. We call them Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Everyone with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The Chiefs dominated the Cowboys offense, holding them out of the end zone in Dallas's 19-9 loss in Kansas City. Details after this. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. 
It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboy defense recorded three takeaways and limited the Chiefs to 19 points yesterday in Kansas City, but the Cowboys' offense was a no-show, being held without a touchdown and settling for three Greg Zerline field goals and a 19-9 loss. The offensive line couldn't open holes in the run game, was poor in pass protection, and allowed five sacks. All-pro right guard Zach Martin was obviously frustrated after the game. I think if you would have told us if our defense held 19 points, we'd have felt good about that, so we know we have all the weapons and we've got to do a better job of giving Dak time to get the ball into those playmakers' hands. Receiver C.D. Lamb missed the second half with a concussion. His status for Thursday's home game against the Raiders is in question. We know Amari Cooper won't play, missing a second straight game due to COVID. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Sunshine returns today with breezy conditions to follow. Wind speeds will range anywhere from 5 to 15 miles per hour with a high this afternoon of 66 degrees. Tomorrow, more or less the same, but a few degrees warmer. We're looking at mostly sunny skies and a high of 71. Our next system moves in Wednesday night into Thursday. That'll bring our next chance of rain to the area. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530, 6, and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The Bears close the regular season Saturday, hosting the Texas Tech Red Raiders at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. Bears, Red Raiders, Saturday from the banks of the Brazos. Here on your home for Baylor Big 12 football, ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long 
story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back. This is Game Time Monday. Welcome into the program. And uh, by the way, is that what you were saying on the way back? Friday night? What's that? You can't drive 55? Yeah, that's that's a fact. You know what? We saw a... Uh, we saw some, you see a couple of deer? I, in, indeed we did. And I <laughs> and I took a different route trying to avoid that because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, when you go down Highway 7 between Centerville and Marlin, there's not if you're going to see a deer, it's how many are you going mm-hmm. to see. So I said, you know what? Let's slide up to, uh, to Buffalo and let's go that way. Let's cut from Buffalo to Grosbeck and... You know, but uh, same thing. <laughs> and, I mean, they're standing on the shoulder of the road. There was a beautiful doe standing on the shoulder of the highway, and you're like, wow. And you can just see the two eyes when, you know, when you when you get going. You're like, mm-hmm. please don't. Please don't. Don't, so, don't jump. Nope. So, anyway. Uh, uh, our weather forecast, by the way, just a moment ago, brought to you by our uh, our friends over at uh, – over at uh, – Uh-huh. Wilkerson. Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. That's exactly right. Uh, so uh, thanks to those folks for uh, providing the uh, weather information here this morning. All right, uh, let's see here. What else do we got going on for a uh, for a Monday? You know what? I was just looking at this little little sheet of paper right here, and this is <laughs> this is incorrect. Uh, how funny! No wonder. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's. Let's let's talk about Baylor basketball for a moment. Uh, the both the men and the women ward are going to be uh, are going to be in holiday classics or holiday tournaments, if you will. The men are going to be in the Bahamas playing three games, and and the uh, women are going to be in Cancun. And you're saying, well, hang on a second now. Uh, but here here's what it does do when you get to postseason play, and you're playing in especially in your in your conference tournaments, and sometimes in those. In, in your regional tournaments, and you're playing back-to-back, uh, this helps you prepare for playing in those back-to-back games against quality opponents because all, everybody that they're going to play is going to be a good basketball team. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be coming up this weekend. So, And, and I kind of like how the Baylor women are doing it. You know, in, in their tournament, it's more of a classic. They know that they're playing at 10 o'clock uh, on, on Thursday morning. They know they're playing at 10 o'clock on Friday morning, and they know they're playing at 1230 on Saturday. 
So it's set. I mean, they, you know, they're, uh, I can't remember who they play on Friday, but the Thursday they got Fordham, Saturday they got Houston. They know who they're playing. They know what time they're playing. I kind of like that. Uh, the Baylor men, they're going to play Friday, uh, Wednesday night, 6.30 for the tip, 6 o'clock for the broadcast. And depending on how they do in that game against Arizona State, will determine whether or not they play at uh, 3.30 on Friday or 6 o'clock on Friday. And then Saturday, it could be anywhere from 10 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night. I mean, there's three or four windows depending on what they've done. So, um I, I like that set time, and I like, you know, knowing your opponent. You can prepare. You can start putting game plans and stuff together. Makes it kind of difficult for Scott Drew and his bunch when you don't know who you're playing, hey, you know, to try to put a, a game plan together, and you got to do it in less than 24 hours. Well, you, you watch a lot of film, and you have a game plan for everybody that's in that tournament, and then you notch it up, and you're right. In 24 hours, you have to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. And look, that's that's great practice. That's that gives you an opportunity to do some things that you won't get anywhere else than in tournament play. All right, so that'll be coming up. Uh, and, and again, the uh, the men start on Wednesday. The women uh, in Cancun start on Thursday. Both uh, played over the weekend. The Baylor men defeating Stanford and handily, I might add, particularly with that second half. And the uh, Baylor women dropping their first game of the season, a uh, a loss, uh, three point loss to Maryland on the road. The number three team in the country. 825, we're 25 after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been, uh, you know, the, the Emory family has been serving Central Texas since 1943. That That's four generations, incidentally, of uh, family-owned and operated business. And now it's Braden at the helm of this, uh, this family-owned and operated business. Their reputation, pretty simple built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure that their customers leave Pioneer Steel and Pipe satisfied with their experience. They're a Central Tech they are Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building component distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches. They also stock uh, American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And if you're building a a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, well, the folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will be more than happy to help you find the best contractor for that project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a couple of locations. They're in Bryan, and they're also right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 8 till noon. And uh, they're open 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. It's a holiday edition of Central Texas High School Football Playoffs. This Friday afternoon, the Mark Panthers take on the Wortham Bulldogs. Our coverage begins with the pregame at 1.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Also on Friday afternoon, it's Weston Malikoff. The pregame at 1.30 on Shooter 92.9 FM. And the Crawford Pirates take on the Italy Gladiators. The pregame Friday afternoon at 1.30 on Star 104.9. Don't miss high school football this Friday from ESPN Central Texas. 
I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. Field goals are all the Cowboys could manage in losing to the Chiefs 19-9, falling to 7-3 on the season. Last night in the NFL, the Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37. Tonight, the Giants are in Tampa Bay for Monday Night Football. Melissa Smith scored 30 points, but number 6 Baylor lost to number 3 Maryland on the road 79-76. Number 12 Texas was upset by number 16 Tennessee in overtime 74-70. There's a basketball doubleheader at the Highlands Gym this afternoon. The MCC Highlanders tip off at four against Cedar Valley. The Highlanders tip off against Cedar Valley at six. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight thirty-one. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through this Monday morning. Ward, the uh, Crusaders in the playoffs on Saturday, taking on Trinity. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, just looking at uh, everything and following along on the uh, on the broadcast uh, Saturday over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. It, it, from everything I could tell, UMHB certainly had their hands full with uh, with a very good Trinity team. Oh, they did. Trinity played well. The the defense for 
Uh, the Crusaders shut down the running game, only 22 yards rushing for Trinity, but the passing game was working for them. Uh, but you know, it was the bend but don't break mentality for the Crusaders, uh, and they were able to get themselves a, a couple of turnovers and in, in big times in the plays, two interceptions uh, that set the, the offense up and were able to, to come away with points and uh, you know a 3-3 game at halftime and you know, you're, you're looking around going, okay, they, they've got to get a big play somewhere. They've got to figure out this running game and try to, to, to establish a little bit on the running game uh, for the Crusaders. And they were able to do that. Uh, ended up with 179 yards on 46 carries. And, you know, I said, well, that's, that's not a lot. But it, it's not. But against that defense, the way that they were playing, I, I think you'd take that. And uh, they were able to find a way and, and be able to finally pull away uh, in the uh, – with a 2:05 left in the ball game, a a big fourth down and one coming up, and and they were able to take it into the end zone from 17 yards out. And just a play before that, they had made the field goal, and uh, it was fourth and uh, six, made the field goal, but it was offsides against Trinity. Oh wow! Coach Fredenberg decided, hey, I'm taking the points off the board, and I kind of cringed when he did that, <laughs> but because I'm one that hey, you don't take points off the board, especially in a game like this, you just going with it and going but coach Fred he said nope at fourth and one we can do this uh they hand uh Thomas right up the middle and he for the the biggest run of the day right through the uh two hole took it into the end zone almost untouched and uh gave them that 13 to 3 lead in the ball game with two minutes and seven seconds left and they were able to hold on to that and and come away with a huge victory at home did you see that touchdown kind of deflate Trinity yeah it did there, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that, you know, on fourth and one, they were they were lining up to get the stop, and they had had a couple of stops at, earlier in the ball game on fourth down, and so uh, it it uh it kind of did take the wind out of their sails after he went into the end zone on fourth and one uh, from the 17 yard line, and he takes it 17 yards into the end zone, and all of a sudden it was a uh, a complete turnaround for that trinity defense it it just kind of you're right it did take the wind out of them now you uh, and i know you have probably haven't uh, had a chance to even look at them very much but now next up is another home game against birmingham southern so uh mm-hmm. they get to play uh they get to play in in belton again and that's the big thing i mean you get to play at home again and i think that that worked out in their favor uh, it, i don't think there's any doubt in that on saturday that that you know kind of helped them a little bit sustain and uh take those blows from trinity and be able to come away with a victory on Saturday. You get another one at home in round number two against Birmingham Southern. And uh, I, I've looked at them a little bit. Uh, I'll start watching film on them uh, this afternoon and tonight and, and really dig deep into Birmingham Southern and try to see uh, see what they're all about. But, you know, look, you get to this point, and you've said it before, even in high school playoffs, it doesn't matter. When you're in the playoffs, you get to this point, there's no bad teams out there. Nope. So, you know, you've got your work cut out for you no matter who they want to send your way or no matter who you have to, you know, hop in and, and, and travel and go play. So you're just going to have to, you know, find out, you know, what you can do against them and, and try to take advantage of it. Are you following these teams in your portion of the bracket? Are you keeping up with, with what's going on within your portion of the bracket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it looks like there's some quality. Well, again, here we go. They're all good, but I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like there's some really good football teams in, in on this side of the bracket. Well, there is, and and one of them sitting at the very top of it, and that's St. John's, and that's a good football team that you know got a big win on Saturday, and 
if they continue to, to, to move on, they have Linfield this week, and Linfield is a team that, you know, UMHB has faced before at Crusader Stadium. So, you know, another opportunity for either one of those teams to come out, and that's who you're going to have to play. You, you'll have to be ready. And, you know, a familiar name to a lot of people that are Crusaders fans at the bottom of the bracket for the semifinals, if you are able to get to that far, is Whitewater. So, you know, there again – you nailed it on the head. When you get to this point, there's there's going to be a good football team no matter what happens uh, from here on out that you're going to have to find a way to get through uh, if you want to get to where you want to be. And, and for the Crusaders, Coach Fred said it you know, time and time again. This is a team that, that has their eye on a, on a national championship. This isn't a team that's just looking to make a run in the playoffs. They, they want to hold up the trophy at the end of the season. And so uh, if you're going to be able to try to do that, You've got to go through some really good teams, and there's no doubt that that the Crusaders will be tested going from here on out. You've seen them 12, 13 times. What's the uh, what's the strength of this football team? Defense. Yeah, Fredenberg's team is, is defense. Yeah, it's it's. Imagine a, that. Let's see, former yeah. defensive coordinator at the Division One level, <laughs> and he's going to have a good defense. Yeah, that, I'm shocked. That, there's no doubt that 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 is the strength of this. And look, you you hold a team to 22 yards rushing, you're a pretty good defense in the first round of the playoffs. You're a pretty good defense. So, um, yeah, I, for me, it, it, it the strength of this team is a defense. The offense has to find a way to get it done, but the defense is going to give them opportunities. They had two interceptions on Saturday. And coming into that game, you know, their quarterback came in, threw three, 33 touchdown passes and one interception in 11 ball games. Wow. That's pretty good. Uh, it's real good. And UMHB gets two INTs off of him and almost had a third. So that tells you all you need to know about how good this defense can play. All right, it's 837. We're 23 now in front of 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, a Monday edition of the program. And we are brought to you in part by our good friends at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340. Uh, Allen Samuels is an award-winning dealership, and we invite you to come check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 quad cab. Uh, that's uh, that's an unbelievable truck, and man, I'm gonna tell you right now, Ram trucks are engineered to bring competence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that uh, well, they're gonna exceed the demands of the daily driver. So check it out. Also, while you're there, you might as well check out the new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. Beautiful curves and designs. The Grand Cher- Grand Cherokee carries carries itself with rugged elegance with elegant interior luxurious fabrics and premium finishes you can drive this incredible suv come check it out today at alan samuels anyway you know what that'd make for a great christmas gift Ward, you could you could go to alan samuels the your friend in the car biz and you could hook me up with a new truck I th- the, the Lone Star Edition would be, right, be well, nice. That's what be, you want. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm not greedy. I mean, you can pick the color. Uh, so. <laughs> Got your color. <laughs> so, I mean, it's look, you can check them out uh, in person. You can check them out online. Or you can check them out online. Then go check out in person. But uh, you, you owe it to yourself. Alan Samuels, they're at 201 West Loop 340. And I'm telling you right now. And I've said it a million times, but it's the truth. You're going to get incredible service during the spying experience, and you're going to get incredible service after the sale. Their service department is second to none. Check them out today. That's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. 
At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 10th, listeners to this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. Field goals are all the Cowboys could manage in losing to the Chiefs 19-9, falling to 7-3 on the season. Last night in the NFL, the Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37. Tonight, the Giants are in Tampa Bay for Monday night football. Melissa Smith scored 30 points, but number 6 Baylor lost to number 3 Maryland on the road 79-76. Number 12 Texas was upset by number 16 Tennessee in overtime 74-70. There's a basketball doubleheader at the Highlands Gym this afternoon. The MCC Highlanders tip off at 4 against Cedar Valley. The Highlanders tip off against Cedar Valley at 6. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. Eight forty-three. Welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward. Make sure and join us this afternoon, three to six. We're going to be broadcasting live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, and again, we're going to be there for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign as we collect uh, new unwrapped gifts for the uh, kiddos of Central Texas, and uh, invite you and encourage you to come by and see us. We'll, uh, we'll have some football tickets that we'll give away as well for the Bears and Texas Tech. So uh, 
I keep that in mind. We'll uh, we'll do that for you this afternoon from three to six over at uh, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac as we broadcast live during the John Moore Show, which originates from the Bahamas. By the way, we could have done that, couldn't we, Ward? Couldn't we've done the morning show from the Bahamas? Yeah, that'd have been nice. Right on Just the beach. Sit on the beach. Do uh, I, I imagine we could find a um a umbrella or two to <laughs> get underneath. And- <laughs> I'm sure we could have do the do the uh, show this morning from the Bahamas. And I'm just sure we could have order a little room service there on the beach and eat lunch. Yeah, I, I can handle that. We're right there in, in Nassau, just to just taking it all in, just Man. taking it all in. Or, tough life, John Morris leads. Yep, I'm telling you. And, you know, and the rest of the crew they're over in uh, they're over in Cancun for the uh, for the women's basketball mm-hmm. tournament. So. I'm just telling you, they they got it going on. So anyway, John will will be uh, will be uh, on from three until four today, and then from four to six, uh, Stephen Simcox is going to pinch hit for uh, for Matt Mosley. And I think Matt's in Paris, France. I mean, you know, he's he's rich and got mm-hmm. all that money, and mm-hmm. somehow able to talk the boss into letting him off during the busiest week of our. Hey, what do you want to do year? Thanksgiving? Hey, let's just go to Paris. Yeah. We got seven thousand two hundred forty-six games that we're going to be covering this week, and that's in Paris, France. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. All right, uh, we we mentioned it at the very top of the show. Here's the AP top twenty-five, by the way. Uh, and I kind of like their AP top twenty-five minus one team. Georgia's number one. Buckeyes are number two. Alabama's number three. Cincinnati's number four. Notre Dame is number five. Michigan is number six. Oklahoma State at seven. Ole Miss at eight. Baylor at nine. And OU at 10. Uh, A&M at 14. UTSA, 15. Congratulations on the conference title. Undefeated season. Did you see how they finished that thing up? Mm -hmm. How about that? I'm telling you, a uh, last-second score to, to get the win. Yeah, they found a way. And found a way. Houston's at number 19, and uh, I don't know why I said this, but Arkansas's at number 25. So, just there you go. Uh, that's that's your top They 20. gave Alabama all they wanted. Yeah, absolutely they did. Absolutely they did. And, again, I will go back and ask you, give me Alabama's resume. And, again, you've got a, you've got a three-loss team that they lost. Their one loss is not to a one-loss team. Or an undefeated team, it's to a three-loss team. Shouldn't that shouldn't that hurt your resume? Not if you're Alabama. It's the name on the front of the jersey, isn't it? It, it has. Yeah. I mean, if if that's well, look, Oklahoma's got one loss on the season, and mm-hmm. their loss came to a two-loss team. Right. And they're at number ten, where Alabama is number three in this poll. Does that make any sense at all? To them, it does. And the again, Ole Miss is their is their signature win, and, and Ole Miss is at number eight. Uh, but Ole Miss has got two losses; they're nine and two. Again, though, if you're not going to line them up and play, if you're just looking at it, would Alabama beat OU right now? Come I don't on, know. You don't have to think that hard. They're, yeah, they would. They would. I don't know. I do. They would. I think they could. Would. They beat Oklahoma State, Alabama. Yes, yes. If they could score one point, they could. Yeah, but that's the problem with <laughs> that, Oklahoma that, State. Yeah. I'm telling you, but you're going to have a hard time scoring against Oklahoma State. Yeah, and you're going to have. You know, it's it, look. It, it, 
Well, then let's just get to Bedlam. Does Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma? Yes. And does Baylor beat Tech? Yes. So you've got Oklahoma State and Baylor at AT&T next Saturday. I, I think that's how it's going to rule. Well, that's the only up. way it can work out. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, I, yeah, I mean, you had just asked me, and I said, yeah. I think that, that in my mind, that's what's going to happen. Because I, I think Oklahoma State's defense is that good. They are. They're they are very very good, you know. And they just they have to, they have to find a way to offensively not to get in their own way. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but you know, and again, the last few weeks they have gotten better on the offensive side of the football. They have, uh, but you know, they let they let Texas Tech kind of hang around, hang around a little bit, so that you know. That kind of scares you a little bit when you start thinking about Bedlam. Not but, because uh, but Tech again, was scoring points, because Oklahoma no, State wasn't. No, yeah, that's exactly right. But Tech wasn't because quarterback play for the Red Raiders was atrocious on Saturday. Did the Cowboys' defense have something to do with that? Not much. I mean, it did it disrupted it a little bit, but also, you know, Smith missed some some easy easy throws and and some he had some bad bad throws so. You know, a lot of that was on bad quarterback play. So, we'll see. Bedlam's coming up on Saturday, and, and it's a night game, and it's, and, in, and again, and it's in Stillwater, by mm-hmm, the way. Right. So Again, it could be, you know, Oklahoma State let Tech hang around because they, they're looking at a bigger picture coming up this Saturday. Well, you've seen it happen teams, a million times. Teams have done it, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I think one right here in River City may have done that. Uh, but that happens. It happened. So, uh, there's a lot on the line in the final week of the season, and that's what makes it fun as Baylor has an opportunity for – despite anything that goes on in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Baylor has an opportunity for a 10-win season, and that's nothing to sneeze at. Well, that's all you got to do. I mean, if you're if you're Baylor, you don't worry about what's going on uh, in, in Bedlam. You, 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 have to, you have to go out and you have to play your best game of the year so mm-hmm. far – against the Texas Tech Red Raiders, who would love nothing better than to come in here and end their season on a high note by knocking off the Baylor Bears. Now, you know, that's all you can worry about. That's that's all that matters. And you don't even think about an opportunity to get to AT&T Stadium. Now, we all get to do that. But inside their locker room and inside their weight room and on the practice field, there's only one thing on your mind, and that's to finish strong and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. You, you can't be a scoreboard watcher. Scoreboard watchers never get there. Well, and, and that, so, look, it's an 11 o'clock kick for Baylor. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll begin our coverage at 7 a.m. out in uh, Touchdown Alley. But uh, then then you know what? You take care of your business. Then you then you become a cheerleader, I guess. I mean, you, you – Well, then you can, you, well, then you can watch. Yeah. yeah, then you can do that. Then you can start thinking, okay, here we go. I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah. and And, and that's fine. But up until that point, until this one's done, you, you can't do that. But that's the beauty of it. I mean, you you take care of your business, and you know whatever happens after that, absolutely you become an Oklahoma State fan. There's no doubt about it. I, I think every every player, every coach would tell you that. And look, every Baylor fan will become instantly an Oklahoma State fan. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and, and that's what makes it fun. I mean, then we all watch Bedlam with you know with. More than just, interest with more than just uh, you know hey this is interesting because it's bedlam now no. it, <laughs> now it's a vested you, interest you, you have a chance some, you got something at stake there's no question I mean there's something there but even if look and we've said it ten times today and we'll say it all week long even if it doesn't work the way you want it to 
the opportunity that you're playing for is a 10-win season and a terrific bowl game, uh, that's – Then that has to be enough. That has to be enough. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, uh, Scott Strickland, the AD at Florida, who, by the way, uh, spent time here at uh, at Baylor University as the sports information director. Uh, he, he, he terminated uh, Dan Mullen yesterday, and, and again – they they lost uh, to Missouri in overtime, twenty four twenty three, and that pretty much was the straw that that broke the camel's back. But Dan Mullen and Florida, a year removed from playing for the SEC championship, is out as the head coach of the Florida Gators. I'm telling you, man. Uh, again, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a tough deal. I mean, he was thirty four and fifteen in four seasons. That's that's not chop liver. That's not bad. That is not chopped liver. And it's not enough. And it, it Nope, not this year because five of those 15 came this year. Or is it six? I think they, they may be five and six. Yeah, they are. Six of those 15 came this season, and that means you're out. That means Doesn't you're out. Doesn't take long, does it? Nope. I don't, don't tell me about injuries. Don't tell me about uh, – Doesn't matter. Doesn't tell me about – It's the end know, result. It's, the, it's bottom line, and it's now. It's all about right this – last season doesn't mean diddly. I hate that. It's unfortunate, but th- that's where we are right now. It is, it is instant gratification, and if you don't, it, you have to win every single time. It seems like you go out on the field, or you're or you're in jeopardy. It's 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 crazy. And I again, there may be some other stuff that's going on within that program. Again, we don't we're not there. We don't follow it. But on the surface, when you look at a team that played for a, a conference championship in the SEC a year ago. And they're th- and the guy was thirty four and fifteen, uh, in his four seasons plus in in in, with as the head coach of the program and and boy you just you bounce him, you bounce him and, and he's not the only one. That, I mean, look, there's going to be more. There's, oh, there's there's going to be more. There'll be a lot more. So, they're uh they're moving on in 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 the Florida program and there you go. All right, uh, eight fifty four. We're six in front of nine o'clock. As uh, we kind of wind things down here on Monday, we are off and running. We got a lot of great high school football for you this week. We've got Baylor playing Tech, uh, looking to get to ten. Uh, we've got basketball for you all weekend. We got uh, turkey. And we dressing. got turkey and dressing. We got the Cowboys and the Raiders. The Las Vegas boy. Well, does that does that jazz you up at all? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Okay, it's Thursday afternoon football okay. that we don't normally get. Okay. Uh, now I'll say this: I would much rather after that game they they get the break and get back on a Sunday schedule. I don't like Thursday night football. I do. I mean, so the Cowboys are going to get a Thursday night game in New Orleans, so they'll play seven days after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, and then get back. Then they'll have that following Sunday open and get back on a Sunday schedule. Right. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a big Thursday night NFL guy, but. They're going to play on a Thursday night against the Saints in New Orleans. Right. So, uh, that that's the Cowboys' schedule. Kansas City on the road. Yuck. That didn't go so well. Raiders at home on Thanksgiving and then at New Orleans on the following Thursday. So I'm a little bit jazzed about this game. Are you? Mm-hmm. Because it's the Raiders? Yeah. I just, I you know, it's a, it's a different look coming in for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I, I think it'll be – It'll be fun. Cowboys gonna have to play better. I, I know. No I, I know Kansas City's an AFC team, mm-hmm. and they only get them every four years. But there's some history between the Cowboys and the Chiefs for obvious reasons. That's the that's the former Dallas Texans of the AFL. Mm-hmm. 
and the and the Hunt family and all that stuff. I wish Dallas and Kansas City played more often than once every four years. Yeah, that'd be fun. And, and, and again, relatively Dallas speaking, right now. no, heck, no, they don't. <laughs> relatively speaking, it's a game that's just right down the road. I mean, KC to Dallas, mm-hmm. what hour and fifteen minutes? Right. You know, you're you're barely in the air, and, and you're there. So, uh, not a bad deal. All right, eight fifty six, four away from nine. That's going to do it for us on a Monday. Thanks for uh, being a part of the program, and uh, don't forget we got. Uh, we got uh, Dan Patrick coming up at nine. We got uh, John Morris at three, and then we uh, we we got uh, the Matt Mosley program. We got the Matt Mosley program coming up at four o'clock this afternoon. Stephen Simcox will uh, will pinch hit for Matt Mosley, and we again will be at Richard Carr this afternoon. Uh, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, and we're going to be there for the uh, the kickoff of the U.S. Marine Corps Toy for Tots campaign. So you can bring a new unwrapped gift by, drop it in the trailer, and uh, we would appreciate it. And we're going to have some tickets to the Baylor-Texas Tech game to give away this afternoon. It should be a lot of fun. Hope you come see us and uh, and visit with us as uh, we get the uh, the Toys for Tots campaign up. It, can you believe it is that time of the year? It, it, it is that time of the year, so look forward to it. Uh, and that's coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. It's time to drive at home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local blitz play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online.